0: Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie and this is week 10 of Tidbits where we talk about just kind of random stuff in the news and try to have a good laugh while we learn a little bit too. So I hope that you guys enjoy these episodes. If you have any show ideas, if you have any articles that you think might be good for tidbits, please send them to me at knowwhatiheard at gmail.com. You can also send me a message through Instagram or through the Facebook page, which is Know What I Heard Podcast. So if you haven't already done so, please like the Facebook page and follow us on Instagram too. Um, so that would be cool. But thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate your support and I hope that you enjoy these tidbits. So here we go. Week 10. Week 10. I'm excited.
1: 10 weeks of busting brain cells with Jamie and Monique.
0: 10 weeks of blue ribbon winning bullshit yep you ready first of all happy holidays to everybody oh yeah whatever you're celebrating keep it real keep it safe you're gonna wish that you you were a billionaire (laughs) i always wish that i'm a billionaire okay
1: so i'm gonna wish more now
0: yeah like you're really gonna wish oh okay okay so Atlantic City, New Jersey is auctioning off the chance to blow up a former Trump casino.
1: Now, <laughs> I truly want to be a billionaire. You
0: get where you get why
1: I get why now. Yes, yeah, I do. The, oh, the magical shit.
0: feeling that that would be. shit.
1: Like, I want
0: to plunge that shit. So basically, the the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino has been an eyesore in Atlantic City um, because it's just been sitting vacant for six years after folding in two thousand
1: fourteen. Oh, it failed.
0: Yeah, weird, huh? That's weird. strange. Damnedest thing. Um, and so the the building is set to be demolished in January and. The auction company is selling the experience to push the button to actually implode (laughs) the Trump Plaza, which can be done remotely. So there it's not like somebody has to be on site. Oh, I want to be on site. No, no, no. I'm going to watch it. I need a hard hat. I'm wearing construction boots. I got this. But anyone in the world can do it if if oh. they choose to. And then that's the... scary. That's scary to think, though. Yeah, that somebody could like
1: anywhere in the world. Here's an
0: app.
1: Download. <laughs> yeah.
0: Blow up Trump Tower. The demo app. And you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't know.
1: Do I get this on the Play Store, Apple Store? Where do I download? It's
0: only three ninety nine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so... God. So the, the proceeds from the auction are actually going to be going to the Boys and Girls Club of Atlantic City, which is awesome. So the mayor was like, fuck that building, but it's going to a great cause. And really, like I think a lot of, a lot of people are very bitter because um, Trump has pretty openly mocked Atlantic City and basically was like, I moved in and made a lot of money and then I got out. And then just kind of left them with the mess, basically. That's exactly
1: what he did with the country. I mean,
0: (laughs) why would we expect he did differently with the building? Right? Yeah. So we'll see. I think think that the building, they're going to implode it like seven days or something. Nine days. I forget exactly when it is. But like after the inauguration, all these people in Atlantic City are going to be like, thank you for getting that building the fuck out of here. I hope that they raise a ton of money for Boys and Girls Club. Go Atlantic City. Good luck. Let it be a lesson to anyone who's stealing packages out there, and let it be a good idea for anyone who's dealing with their packages being stolen. A woman in Ontario had multiple packages stolen from her front porch. And so she was like, fuck this. I need my packages. So she filled a box with cat turds package it back up <laughs> set it out and it was stolen within 40 minutes <laughs> oh, Beautiful. so don't steal people's packages and if your packages yeah. get stolen fill it with some sort of shit set it out it'll be hilarious it'll be yeah. a little a little bit of sweet revenge hopefully
1: cat turds dog turd any any your own turds really yeah
0: yeah, any I don't poop. know if
1: that, that might be a felony, so maybe stick with the cat turds
0: out. Yeah, I don't know. But stealing mail is certainly a felony. It certainly is. So you could be like, hey, I shit in a box. They stole my stuff. Who Who's in deeper trouble here? How do they know I shit in a box? Because they stole it. That's <laughs> how they know. I shit in a box. Go for it. Look, judge, here's what happened. Here's, here's I have them on my happened? ring doorbell. Your honor. Yeah, I shit in my own apartment. Nobody saw. <laughs> Nobody saw nothing. I
1: just took a shit. I was throwing it out. I just happened to leave it on my
0: porch. Actually, this is Ontario. We're fucking this up big oh. time. Shit. Oh, oh, so <laughs> I took a poop oh, in a box a- and then I put it out I, on yeah, my porch. Yeah, poop in a box. <laughs>
1: yeah, pooped in a box. But no, but no one saw me take
0: the poop. It was so great. Poop, poop. Accents with Jamie and Monique. Accents. Accents. <laughs> Crap. sense Basically, yeah. that is <laughs> exactly what they're getting. What is.
1: Yeah.
0: So, the the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, A.K.A. the FWC has a brand new dog detector team to help catch Burmese pythons. Now, I don't know if you're aware, but there is a huge Burmese python invasion in the Everglades and parts of Florida. And it's a huge problem. So they've created this team that consists of Truman, who is a black lab, and Eleanor, who is a point setter. And they go out five days a week with their handlers and go snake catching. And they've been trained to sniff for the snakes and then stay a safe distance. So they'll, like, alert their handler. They stop. They stay away. And then they actually contact a biologist to come out and remove the snake. So the dog just goes, hey, there's a snake right there. And then leaves. It's like, ruff. There's a huge motherfucking snake over there, lady. And then the lady's like, oh, I see it. I'm going to call the biologist. Uh, I'll call that dude. Yeah, oh. so they aren't trained to like actually hunt them or kill them or anything, because some of just them are sniff them out. Yeah, they're so big that they would be at risk of getting killed. Obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not trying to like go after it and like. No, argh, argh.
0: they're just supposed to find them, sniff them out, and then I think they. I've been trained to stay at least like three feet away.
1: They're like, second. whoa! There's one of those motherfuckers right there. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah. So it's a, it's a major problem in Florida and they're all like, they're obviously not native to the U S and they're either from escaped pets or their descendants, like people that have just let their pets out into the wild, which is ridiculous. But in 1992, Hurricane Andrew destroyed an exotic reptile warehouse that released hundreds of pythons into the Everglades. And so they have just been, like, reproducing like crazy. And since 1992, they have absolutely devastated the populations of a lot of small mammals. So marsh rabbits, cottontail rabbits, and foxes have pretty much disappeared from... From Florida, wow. Yeah. And it said that the numbers of raccoons have dropped 99.3%. Possums are down 98.9% and bobcats 87.5% since 1997. So they are like devastating the natural wildlife in Florida. And so there are people who are like, hunting like crazy like if you just like go to youtube you can see these people that are summer contracted by the state to go out and actually hunt them but there's no limits on hunting pythons and they can be humanely killed by any means other than traps or firearms the fwc will even give out a free t-shirt if you bring in a dead python <laughs> what but they have like contests and stuff like whoever gets the most pythons like it's a huge problem so if you're a hunter and you like hunting weird shit you can probably go to florida and yeah i mean you're not gonna
1: run one of these uh you're not gonna run a contest are you? <laughs> on your podcast yeah i don't think sophia bush does that on hers probably so.
0: not yeah i i doubt that she would promote the killing of
1: of any kind of yeah any
0: animals. But yeah. she also might not promote the devastation of natural wildlife of certain areas. True, True that. Or people dumping their exotic pets. Yeah. Probably not. There's a, there's a lot of things.
1: Yeah. I'll have but to. But we ask probably
0: her. shouldn't give away t-shirts for killing living things. I'm just I don't know, maybe it's just me. Well, maybe it's just a blank, just a Hanes white t-shirt. It doesn't say like, I killed a What? Like so a you python. can look like you you were somebody who ki- would just go out and kill snakes? Yeah, it's little... already got stains in the armpits and everything. <laughs> yeah. A ketchup a stain down the front. There's a Bud Light attached to it. <laughs> some it s- some chew dribble that dripped off your chin. There's a snake! And then it's like <laughs> right down to your white t-shirt. <laughs> But anyway, I just thought it was interesting. And yeah. good luck to Truman and Eleanor in their hunts for for pythons. This dumb shit in Michigan. Uh, he sued his parents for throwing away his porn collection. He sued them earlier this year, and it was just settled, and the motherfucker won. <laughs> and the 42-year-old- hold year on, old, he lives with his parents? He was temporarily- so, But the 42-year-old is getting se- yeah, $75,000 from his parents. What? $75,000 from his parents. So, so his he his parents let him live there at 40 years old with the porn collector? So he was living with them after his divorce. Number uh, one. <laughs> and he moved to Indiana a few months later. And he was like, hey, I'm missing... 12 boxes of porno 12 boxes? 12 boxes of porno films and magazines damn his parents had thrown them out and were basically they like know what they were yeah oh yeah believe oh, that they. they they were like what's these we're getting
1: rid boxes? of this pornography
0: again oh these is this porno is this what i think it is This is Michigan, so. Uh, Oh, it's Michigan. I thought you said Indiana. Well, he had moved to Indiana. Oh, he
1: had moved. Oh, okay. And that's when he
0: was like, where are all of my boxes of porn?
1: Where's my porno?
0: Where's my happy boxes? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, golly. Where's my porn? Hey, mom? Mom. Mom. (laughs) There was 12 boxes in the garage. Do you remember seeing them? Oh, I just... I switched to See it back to both. Fuck, it's hard not to <laughs> oh, our accent's fucking terrible. It's okay. So anyway, his parents threw out these boxes and he estimated the value at $29,000. Know, how do you get 75? Pain and because software? his yeah, pretty much his lawyer asked the court for additional damages since it was quote a collection of irreplaceable items and property. Irreplaceable? it's to the left to the left everything you own in a box to the left
1: it's one thing for his parents to throw a bunch of shit away that they didn't realize wasn't his you know that they thought was theirs i don't care what it was it
0: wasn't theirs to throw away no i agree with that maybe he should have thought about getting like a storage unit yeah or maybe like you know when you moved before
1: or before you moved like get get rid of that stuff like right away or think like, hey, should I leave 12 boxes of porn to my parents – if my parents find it, what's going to happen?
0: Or tape it up really good so you can't just take the lid off and label it like photos or movies or yeah, something. Or, yeah, Not titties. Yeah, exactly. yeah not <laughs> porn. Box porn of titties. Merch. Yeah, I I feel a little bit bad that they have to pay like triple. Yeah, maybe 75000 is a lot, but – there's a lot of mistakes that were made. yes it didn't It didn't say like what their relationship is like these days, but i I can't imagine okay. it's good. So last story. A Thai researcher is taking chicken feathers and turning them into food. The part that connects to the bird contains mm-hmm. a protein. So his research is, is basically how to kind of best take that protein and convert the nutrient component into a powder that can then be transformed into a protein rich food. So he's come up with like, he's working on a prototype for chicken nuggets and a steak substitute. Now, your thoughts on what a steak made out of chicken feathers would taste <laughs> like? <laughs> or uh, anything. Anything made out of chicken feathers. Chicken
1: feathers. No. I, so weird. But it's the
0: protein in the that, like, nail, that cuticle thing? From what I understand is they clip, like, the very end of the, the white feather. white Yeah. And so it's not like you're, like, pff, pff, like eating your steak and you're... Pff, pff, pff. So they clip that and they recreate that protein? Exactly.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. Heaven yeah. knows what I'm eating with like, p- plant-based meats right now. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out.
0: In this article that I read, it approximated that there are 2.3 million tons of feathers thrown away in Europe alone each year. It's unreal. <laughs> so, and I mean, I know most of the feather is still waste but it's like if that could be food for people of course i mean we live in a world where there
1: are still people that are hungry which is still fucking baffling to me right but
0: yeah but i would rather eat a chicken feather chicken nugget than a steak Uh made from a human cell which is what we touched on a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that horrifies me
1: that you, especially the one that you're making in your garage. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, that's bad. That
0: looks like, ugh. yeah, I still think about that and get the willies. So, that's all the news stories.
1: But now it's time for this week in
0: history. Damn. Thanks. You're like my Paul Schaefer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting you a keyboard for yeah. sure. Oh,
1: get me a guitar and we're good.
0: Okay. Check your mail. It's not in okay. a box of cat turds, I promise. It's a guitar. Lies. Well, yeah, probably. It might be some cat poop. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week in history, December 21st, 1937, Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs premieres. Ooh. And this was the first feature length animation for Disney and the first in the world with full color and sound. Really, true story. That is a fact, and it just kind of blows my mind. Like when you think about 1937, it's like, damn, that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, and it's really stood the test of time. I mean, yeah, because
0: it's we've all seen it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Watch that shit 50 years after it was made, and wouldn't have had a clue it wasn't made with in the 80s. I was watching. Yeah, yeah. December 22nd, 1942. Have you ever heard of the Bellamy Salute? I don't know. It's not from the Bellamy Brothers, although I love the Bellamy Brothers. But the Bellamy Salute was replaced with the Hand Over the Heart Salute for the Pledge of Allegiance. This was when Congress amended the flag code because the Bellamy Salute looks like the Nazi salute. Okay. And that was how they used to do the pledge of allegiance so there's pictures of american children in school doing what we now know as the The, the nazi salute
1: okay good point okay so we changed that right Mm -hmm. because it looked too much like the nazi salute right yeah yeah so we saw something bad in history and we thought, oh, we don't want to copy that. So let's change what we do now. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So that
1: we don't look like fucking jerks. Why is it that in the year <laughs> 2020, we had such discussion over these very things? You know? Like, I don't know, flags and statues and these stupid fucking things. Why do people insist on. Well, this is my heritage. You fucking dumb fuck. No, it's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting because I was just I had no idea. I was like, what the fuck is a Bellamy salute? And then I'm like, oh, oh, something we don't want to do. Yeah. I'm glad that we changed that. So thank you, Mm -hmm. Congress. Um, And on December 22nd of 1968, Julie Nixon, who was the daughter of Richard Nixon, married David Eisenhower who was the grandson of dwight d eisenhower huh those little little fuckers got married look at that they they met when they were eight at the republican national convention and then kind of knew each other just through political circles and whatever and then they started dating when they were 19 and got married Wow. did they stay married i don't know i think so it didn't say that they were divorced and i didn't really look up too much more after that interesting i'm lazy and then I don't know if anyone else finds these interesting, but Christmas Day, obviously, there's one famous birth we've is there we've heard of so there's <laughs> there's a lot of birthdays that day that I was surprised by. Number one, my aunt Beth, happy birthday, Beth. you always get this you get screwed over Happy birthday for aunt birthdays Beth. so happy yeah. birthday but you share a birthday with Jesus. Jesus. And so there's also Humphrey Bogart, Sir Isaac Newton, Annie Lennox, Mm -hmm. Sissy Spacek, Barbara Mandrill, and Jimmy Buffett all have birthdays on (laughs) Christmas. That's a tour. It really is. Especially my Aunt Beth. Oh, well. She's talented. Headliner. There were some famous deaths on Christmas as well. Mm. Dean Martin, Charlie Chaplin, George Michael, yeah. Eartha Kitt and James Brown, who we talked about last week. Oh, we did. The Godfather of Soul. Of Soul. So, a lot of famous ins and outs on that day.
1: Ins <laughs> <Ends> and outs? <laughs> well, well said, Jamie.
0: Well, said. well Thank you. Do you want to hear my what? Yes. <laughs> so, this is kind of for the ladies, but guys... It's good for you to know too, just if you're curious. Women, you know, in our underwear, there's a little, there's a little, little pocket, po- little pocket. Guys, if you need to go look at some women's underwear, go do it. There's a little piece of fabric that looks like a little pocket. Our bathing suits too. Yes,
1: I'm tell It's for the sand. That's my, it has to be why. No it exists it's for the sand when you go to the beach to like sit and live and locate
0: No it's, it's not It's where uh, I it's well it's where I keep my ID but I didn't know <coughs> that that's not right
1: It's where I keep the car keys Ouch Careful when i sit Yeah <laughs> I look like a scorpion
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry go on
0: um in the crotch of the underwear, there's a little pocket. I didn't know what it was for. So I looked it up and it's actually called the gusset. So you guessed it. If you guessed, that's (laughs) what it was called. But so underwear is often made of synthetic materials. Girls try to look cute sometimes and wear lace and shit. And, um, those materials don't, breathe very well so they look great they look sexy but your cute can't really breathe and Mm -hmm. it can cause bacteria and sweat to build up easier and get trapped in your undies. but Mm -mm. the the gusset Mm -hmm. is usually made of cotton which helps keep things dry and ventilated with your south (laughs) mouth and uh, this cuts down on the risk of yeast infections and urinary tract infections. Guess it's like, provide comfort because if you think about lace, like, that wouldn't feel great scraping, no. scraping up your bits. And you would get chapped lips for sure. And no, <laughs> no Carmex in the world is, is going to help. Nobody wants to
1: put Blistex there.
0: Yeah. Why do I smell watermelon lip smackers? Oh, it's yeah. real hot in here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a skirt, okay? I'm sorry, so that little pocket isn't for story for my things. keys. nope oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put them in there.
1: Not for chapstick. Extra I mean, pen. Money for the club.
0: Mm-hmm. Happy holidays and uh ten weeks of tidbits.
1: It's been real. Godspeed.
0: yes, same to you and uh have a blessed evening.
1: Bless you as well.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to Tidbits. And seriously, happy birthday to my Aunt Beth, who has always been one of my biggest supporters and is not only one of the coolest aunts and coolest people on the planet, she's one of my very best friends. So happy birthday, Beth. I love you so much. Um, And thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you listen to the podcast. Tell your friends. I just want this thing to just go nuts and explode. I love this podcast. I love doing it and want to see it keep growing. So if you could help me, that would be fantastic. I hope that 2021 is better than this year because 2020 has been a goddamn disaster. Let's be honest. So here's to next year be in so much better than this year and hopefully things are looking up but stay safe stay healthy thank you for listening and until next time hey know what I heard